Hey folks, hey, it's glad to join us here for our first uh, Yotes Live uh, podcast. And we're going to be putting this out on uh, Facebook also. And we've got a new podcast station you can find on um, Apple Podcasts. Look for Yotes Alive. And you'll be able to find this and listen to it whenever you want to at your own leisure. We're going to do this every week. And so me and Pastor Nick here are just going to just talk a little bit and share with you uh, just what's on our heart. Yeah, the big thing is is we miss your faces. Uh, We miss uh, getting to hang out. We miss... uh, uh, the noise around the church and around campus, and uh, this is our opportunity to reach out and say hello, and to let you know that uh, we're still here to offer pastoral care. Uh, we're not going anywhere, and uh, we can't wait to see you in person again. But until then, we're yeah. going to do a few things different to try to meet a exactly. need, and that's what uh, this is all about. Yeah. So there's some some obviously there's some changes going on. A lot of you are back home, and uh, some of you are still here on campus in the dorms, and uh, life groups are going to be meeting but they're going to meet a little bit differently for the guys they're going to be virtually uh online uh logan's going to be sending out some messages and uh when i get uh what he's doing i think he's going to do it through zoom i'll send that link out also and so you guys can connect with that uh annie's going to be doing uh her women's life group group through uh zoom also and she's going to do uh a live one with uh whatever handful of students are still on campus here as always you can always reach out to myself pastor nick annie logan um aaron glendening or or pastor mark uh, hendrickson any of us anytime email us give us a call um we're here for you guys and so um some really cool stuff um will be happening uh check the facebook page for student development often um also we got a brand new instagram kansas wesleyan student development instagram and we started a campus ministry uh, YouTube page. So we'll be uploading some videos, uh, some Bible studies, some just short devotionals, uh, and some different inspirational messages to you guys. So um, check that out. I'll send out an email uh, campus-wide with all those information. So, But Pastor Nick and I have been talking um, today. And you know, one of the things we were talking about topic-wise was um, this idea of fear and worry. Um and just how that plays into our lives right now and our spiritual lives. And yeah, uh, you know, when I immediately think, the first thing I think about when I think about worry is irrational fear. Um, for me, I have an irrational fear. Um, this is something that uh, that I feel confident admitting to you. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm scared to death of frogs. Oh. Yeah, uh, it's odd. Yes, so uh, I, I don't know why. Uh, there's no uh, there's no reason. Um, me and my wife were at a pool one time and and there was a, a frog swimming in the water and of course my wife knows immediately about my fear of frogs and and uh i, I began to freak out and, and i had this moment where i i'm face to face with this critter and something inside me had me reach down and grab the frog and i picked it up nice which was you know one of those moments of overcoming irrational fear uh so when I, whenever i first uh, hear the word fear or worry or when i when i'm going through it um, I have that moment where I stare down the frog. Like, is this rational or irrational? Yeah. It's kind of where I start with fear. And, and the stuff going on in the world is a rational fear. Yeah. You know, it, no, it is. Um, but on, on a macro level, it's a rational fear. Right. Uh, on a micro level where our everyday lives, our faith walk, you know, um, it is one of those things where we have to look the frog in the eye a little bit and yeah. say, okay, I'm going to do all the things to remain safe. 
but I still uh, you know, need to carry on in life, you know, following all the rules that are being set out, but following those rules and not living in that day-to-day fear and anxiety of what's next. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, I've, I've been thinking about um, this idea of worry with it also. It's like um, everything we worry about, it doesn't care if I worry about it or not. Um, it doesn't change just because I'm worried about it. So really, I have to, to move past that, you know. And 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 in the Bible, it talks about how um, God's got us. He's got us through whatever we're doing, and, you know, any of our problems. Um, he's got us. We don't need to worry um, just to worry because that doesn't solve anything. All that does is create more anxiety and stress in our lives, and it weighs us down like mm-hmm. like a heavy like a heavy blanket and. I think if we can shed some of that um, and stop buying toilet paper like it's going out of style <laughs> and and all that kind of crazy. I went to Walmart today. There's none available. There was at Dylan's today. <laughs> I, I, and but you go in by one. Hey, right? it's so, about time, right? <laughs> so, but you know this idea that um, we can just if we just look at it from from God's place, you know, and and there's there's reason that. Sometimes worry does help us to be proactive in how we, we mm-hmm. handle ourselves or the situations we put ourselves in. But when we let it ru- run our lives, mm-hmm. then we miss what God's doing around us. Well, I think the college student, that you know, um, I never thought at 37 years old I'd be a college student again. You know, I'm going through my master's program, and uh, the college life is, is based around worry. And anxiety. You know, always have a deadline. You always have something coming up. You know, now we're asking students to go from being in class, which for some people is is exactly what they need, to going on to an online format where now right. they're, uh, you know, hopefully getting out of their pajamas and not eating Cheetos all day and like, you know, actually participating <laughs> in life. But you know, you're asking them to completely change their entire environment, their safe places, their structure, their routine, and, and that creates worry and anxiety. Right. Um, you know, I'm one that. I get up every day at the same time. I go to the gym and I, you know, like I have my routine every day. And so me getting, you know, the gym closing and all these things going down, like, you know, I've had more worry and anxiety than I've had before. Um, You spoke about this idea that God's got us through uh, worry. Um, I think there's many examples throughout scripture where um, we see this impending fear, especially in the Old Testament when, they're, uh, when, when the Israelites are constantly off in exile or heading in or heading out of an exile. And there's this constant worry. You know, one of the t- things I'm reading right now is numbers in my year-long uh, reading of the Bible. And, you know, you see this constant worry of, are we going to enter the promised land or are we not? Right. You yeah. know, and, and I think you know that's ne- one of those natural human reactions that's inside of us like exactly. are we entering into the promised land or are we not and i think you know especially in the college experience you know these are promised land moments right you know, like you don't get this back yeah you know these four years are in my case five you know like those years you don't get back so like you're you're sitting in this time of of you know milk the land flowing with milk and honey where all your meals are taken care of you know your your room's going to be there you don't have to pay the light bill you know like yeah. you know you have all this structure and then all of a sudden you're removed from your promised land right and and we see throughout scripture you know some handle it well right. and some don't um but the but this idea of presence right. that 
God's not promising us that, you know, it's always going to be easy. Right. But God is saying, I'm going to be with you through it. Yeah. You know, I preached on the 23rd Psalm uh, yesterday, and this idea of that whenever we go through valleys, that surely goodness and mercy will always follow. And I think that's what we're in. We're in a valley right now. We are. We are. I mean, you talk about this idea of... You know, I, I was that college student who looked in my pajamas and, and had Cheetos on my hand, <laughs> dust on my hands most of the time. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of you guys, uh, college students, have moved home, you know, and, and I know that we're, for a lot of you, that's that's a good, safe place to be. But I know for others, it's, it's not always the best place to be. Um, you're surrounded again by maybe some temptations, other things going on um, that you know we fear um, for you guys. You know we have some worry that um, man they were they were just blowing it up here. They were doing so well, and now they're back home and they're disconnected from you know their coaches or their or their teachers or faculty or people who are pouring in their lives, and you know and and I just had to give that to God. You know we I was I. Was, preaching this past week on um luke 12 and in this idea that um god cares about the birds in the air mm-hmm. you know and if he cares about the birds there how much more does he care for us yeah you know because he he loves us and he likes us because we're his creation and and if i place that in god's hand it doesn't mean that i can just whistle my day whistle through my day and just think everything's going to be happy go lucky but if I place those things in in my hand, Scripture tells us those same those same things that we can just move on forward. Yeah. Um, One of the things you know, when I, in my own personal life, when I'm faced with change or worry or anxiety, um, is is to be very intentional during that time. Yeah. You know, some of the times when we when we uh, are experiencing things that may not be uh, by our design you know isolation you know your your removal of your schedule and activities Uh, one of the things that that has helped me through that time is to be super intentional right you know like i'm going to get up today at this time i'm going to do this from this time to the you know and just saying you know i'm going to add that intentional structure to my day to where i'm not i don't have wasted movement right you know, because just because we're isolated and quarantined and all those different things that are going around, no matter where you live, you know, it could be different. But what we what we can control is our is is being intentional about what we're doing each day. Intentional about being in the scripture. Intentional about prayer. Intentional about doing our homework. Intentional about doing all those things to where you're not wasting days. Right. Because like to me, that's my big fear through yeah. this. Yeah. Is are we wasting days? You know, like, you know, because it is easy to sit there and watch uh, an entire season of Blacklist on Netflix (laughs) real quick. Oh, yeah. Right. And so don't waste days. Right. In the midst of worry, in the midst of change, don't waste days. I think, you know, something that I know Pastor Nick and I have talked about and some and some others in conversation, we've talked about finding your passions in life. Um, What what connects with your head and your heart and your hands? And Mm -hmm. we're going to talk a whole lot more about that. Um, over the next several months, you're going to hear that from from several of us several times. But you know, while you are in this time where um, maybe you're not in the structure of of the class and 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 college living on campus life, um, find that way to create that structure by finding what's the passions of your hands. What are you really good at, and and what is it in, that you that you're just knowledgeable about, and and where does your heart trans you know, cross that tra- that cross Transact whatever that word is mm-hmm. I'm trying to find. Yeah. You know, where does that all intersect? 
And so, it, what have you done so far? What have what have you been a gift of your hands? So, since you've been, it's definitely not building stuff. No one's ever hired me to build a thing. Um, but you know, one of the things that for my hands is um, I've been finding I've been able to work with uh, several of our, uh, the elderly in, in my congregation mm-hmm. of helping them to get online or yeah. find you know just on their phone on their on their iPhone to help them find. You know, how do you stream a church service from a from a church, and and what are the different resources they can give? Uh, trying to help mobilize um, some of my youth to go check on their neighbors. I mm-hmm. mean, just simple little things. Um, that's a passion of mine to get kids um, to where they're not just consuming, and especially now where you yeah you could sit around and and just eat up all the netflix that oh, is out there you got to watch I mean, the tiger king have you seen the tiger king oh tiger my goodness king it is a must see tv uh my my deal is you know during college one of the ways i made money is uh, i would paint houses nice um it was one of those uh deals that i can do on my own schedule and so it really worked well for me um so one of the things that i've been doing is i've painted my office i've painted uh, my secretary's both my uh, assistant's offices i painted uh the both the boys rooms at home and i painted my man cave so like i've been you know uh, sherman williams over here during this but the, here's the thing i'm scared of now yeah because i'm out of stuff to paint oh no so uh i'm not i'm not taking any job requests but you I'm, heard him <laughs> alumni he's looking for jobs to paint but it's been good you know it's what i've needed for my soul it's right. it's I'm, I'm moving i'm you know i'm i'm hyper focused on exactly where the brush is going mm-hmm. so it's you know it's been good for me to kind of have that to kind of break up the monotony of yeah you know you know and those uh, things are good you know um just finding those ways that we can be active mm-hmm. and alive in walk. the world. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful out today. World, yeah. It was gorgeous. It was hammock weather. I mean, by the end of the day, finally, this morning was so foggy. I couldn't see, like, my hammock from my back door. And it's only, like, 20 <laughs> feet away. It was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, it, it was crazy. But, but that's all right. That's all right. So one of the things we want to encourage you guys to be doing um, is just – praying and praying together and um whether it's on facebook or emailing one of us or shooting us a text or whatever it might be um what you know how can we be praying for you guys and and how can we uh be praying for you and your families or your friends um we want to know that because that is mm-hmm. part i mean that's part of my heart stuff mm-hmm. is how can i be praying for people when they're when they're going through this season and you know it's lent so mm-hmm. we're you know we're talking about sacrifice i think we're going yeah. a little maybe overboard. Yeah, I, I wasn't prepared to give um, up this much for lent i mean <laughs> i mean when i had to start giving up toilet paper for lent it's it's getting a little serious but um but we are a Lenten people right now who live through sacrifice and are learning how to um, live into that. But an Easter people, we are coming. Um, and Easter may look different this year than in years past for you, wherever you're at, if you're celebrating it in your house, watching somebody on the TV. But I know, like, for my church, I know Pastor Nick's church, we, we've both said when, it's, when, it, when all this is gone... Easter is on. Yeah. I don't care what the day on the calendar yeah, me neither. is. Yeah, whatever day we come celebrate. back, we're having a full we're gonna full gamut of Easter celebrations, that's for sure. So, you know, yeah. I, I do want to speak to this idea of uncharted waters, right? Yeah. You know, we, we I've heard that term used a lot, um, that we're in uncharted waters. Um, you know, I, I often think, you know, 
what an appropriate time for this to come is during Lent, right? You know, um, where we see this, um, you know, the the Gospels tell us that that Jesus has the, has this amazing moment where he comes out of the waters of baptism and God, you know, opens up the sky and says, you know, this is my Son with whom I'm well pleased. Right. And right after that, like the, like there's no like soft transit. I mean, it no. is a hard <laughs> pivot. You know, we go from that to into the wilderness for right. forty days, and you know, hopefully this is all said and done in forty days. Yeah, that yeah. would be nice. That'd but, be awesome. But, uh, you know, I we'll we'll survive it till we you know as long as we can. But yeah. you know, this idea of this wilderness time, this uncharted water, right? Um, you know, it's biblical. You know, it's biblical in the sense of we're not the first ones to experience that. Right. You know, the Israelites, you know, wandered for 40 years. You know, Jesus was in there for 40 days. You know, so like this idea of of human beings entering into unknown territory right. is not something new in the world. No. But what happens is, is is there's always goodness and mercy to follow these oh, yeah. moments. Definitely. There's always that land flowing of milk and honey. There's always this place where when we get through the dark times, yeah. because of the presence of God, we're no longer alone in those moments. Right. And and I guarantee you, Easter will mean more yeah. to Christians around the world Definitely. than it ever had. I mean, than in my memory of you know, uh, you know that that I can think of. Right. You know, it'll be the most impactful Easter because it's literally going to be the resurrection of a community. Yeah. And I think that's powerful. Yeah. And you know, in church, students, you better be ready. Yeah. You know, you know, like this is the time where we need to be preparing ourselves physically, spiritually, to encounter the resurrection again in a new way. Well, I think you you said it earlier when we were talking about. Um, this time more than any, we're, we're seeing churches come alive because oh they're goodness. having to figure out new ways of doing it. They can't do it the way they've done it for 50 years and then oh, whoever comes to the door comes to the door. But churches are, they're innovating. Even the, even the church with the, the oldest congregation, I've seen stories about these older congregations that are just coming alive with how they're reaching out, yeah. and, you know, not just with technology, but just their prayer lives are getting deeper mm-hmm. and and people are writing letters to people they haven't written to before and it's just amazing how this is uh happening and how well, it's like, changing i binge watched like 10 services sunday it was wow. glorious it was great you know I, I really enjoyed getting to hear you know colleagues of mine preach from all over kansas and nebraska right uh you know other pa- pastors here in Salina that I don't ever get the chance to hear anybody else preach because yeah. I'm preaching here. Yeah. So uh, it was it was wonderful. But I do I, I think it is a time of again being intentional. Right. Through worry, be intentional. Yeah. The little things. It is the even if you have to schedule the most uh, minute thing of your day. That intentionality is yeah. what gets us through the anxiety Definitely. and through the worry. Because God's presence never left us. No. And, like and, like yeah. even even when we're down, God's not. Like you know, even exactly. like when we're in that place of you know of fear and anxiety and worry. Right. Uh, you know, God's still with us in those spaces. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. So totally for awesome. us to get to come out of that, I think it comes with intention. You yeah. know, today I'm going to do this right. and control, you know, your little slice of the world in that moment. And I think, you know, that's where God's calling us to be people of action. And if that action is, uh, you know, making sure you, you greet your neighbor in a socially distanced, uh, yeah. appropriate manner. If it's, you know, I'm going to get up today and I'm going to exercise. Or I'm yeah. going to get up today and I'm going to pray and yeah. read, you know, that, that intentionality is what helps with worry and fear, I it, think. Exactly, exactly. And I think um, 
I've heard it said, you know, this this term social distancing is oh, an old Lord. term. It like I think dates back to like the nineteen eighteen pandemic is where it started. Well I want it on a t shirt. <laughs> and I think what we need to think about, you know, let's let's I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to turn your thought a little bit is we're talking about physical distancing. That's that's the safety issue. Social distancing, don't give up on your social connections and your networks and your neighbors and all that. Keep your physical distance because I don't want you sneezing on me just in case. Um, but that social connection, keep those with you. Um, I, like, I think all about all the, the, the people who, you know, for all these years have been saying, you know, these phones and these things are going to be the, you know, the death of, like, like, you know, I'm picturing like the, the, the cantankerous old man, you know, saying you kids and your technology, but like, right. But now I also see that same man, you know, like FaceTiming with their grandkids during this time. So like, you know, again, God's presence. Yeah. We can be thankful that these things are now here, but right. we don't have to lose that social connection. Right. You know, because if not, you know, could you imagine not being able to, you know? Yeah. Wow. I mean, no, it just I, would be, be insane. Different. It'd be very different. Well, Pastor Nick, will you close this with prayer? Yeah, I, yeah. And we're going to wrap this up, and we're glad you guys joined us. And like I said, this is going to be uh, put on the Apple Podcast. Look for Yotes Alive. And uh, you can listen to it or share it with your neighbor or your friends or with your family, whoever it might be. And we're going to be here every Monday. We're going to post a new uh, podcast and we'll be online sometimes, uh, Facebook Live and with it. And we're glad you guys joined us. And Pastor, would you close this? One more little message to students, faculty, staff, Salina community. If you sit there tonight and you're in fear, you're not alone. Yeah. Um, in Isaiah 41:10, it says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God, and I will strengthen you and hold you with my righteous right hand. God is with you. God's Amen. presence never fails. Be intentional. Make a schedule. Stick to it. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for loving us uh, through a global pandemic. Um, Lord, uh, teach us to be patient. Teach us to love more. Teach us to reach out in appropriate manners. But Lord, uh, encourage our souls this evening. Uh, Allow us not to fear. Allow us not to have anxiety about what's going on. Lord, change is difficult, but you're with us. You're present with us during it. We thank you and love you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Right. You guys have a great 